Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. Good morning, everybody. Good to be here today. I hope that you're having a wonderful morning. Welcome to Heaven's Point of View. And this is where we talk about God's perspective, not ours, right? <laughs> so it's good to have you this morning. I'm excited to share our topic of the day, which is fatigue. And I know everybody has experienced that at some point. You might be experiencing that right now. And so today, that's what we will be speaking about. So I pray that um, your week has been going well so far. Reminders. So make sure y'all remembering this, put it in your calendars um, so you don't forget the Retreat is coming up. The retreat is coming up. And I know some of you have already signed up for it um, and paid your funds. If you've registered for the the retreat and you have not paid your um your amount for your trip, make sure that you get that in because even though you RSVP'd, if we have others that pay and we run out of spots, you're gonna lose your spot. So just wanted to let you know, if you registered, you need to get that paid up um, as soon as possible so that somebody doesn't get your spot. All right. We would love to have you. We're going to have a great, great time. We've got a tea party scheduled on Saturday morning. That's going to be fun. So those of you that have registered and you've paid your your money, make sure that you bring, you know, a fancy hat or a fancy outfit, um, something dainty and frilly. I'm a frilly girl. And if you haven't noticed, <laughs> I am a frilly girl. I like my jewelry. I like my makeup. I like flowy, fancy clothes. That's kind of my thing. That was one of the things I loved on the cruises that I got to dress up and uh, be all frilly in the evening. So um, we're going to have a really nice tea party. And uh, so we'll eat and have, you know, our whatever fixed for the afternoon. And then um, I'll minister the final word that afternoon. But we have uh, Deborah Wilson is going to be there sharing. You're going to love her word. Man, she's powerful. Um, Christy Furlow is going to be ministering and I know those of you in the Baton Rouge area are very familiar with her because I know she ministers a lot in other churches in our area in Florida, Arkansas. Um, so you guys, you, you know Christy and you know you're going to be blessed listening to her minister. Um, I'll have a time where I will be available for questions um, and prayer. So um, we're going to just have a great time. And and. It's on this beautiful piece of property with a lake and there's places to walk and uh, it's just beautiful. A beautiful wraparound porch with the chairs sitting out there. You can go hang out with your friends and just get a, a little morning air and enjoy yourself. So um, I would love for you guys to be a part of that. So if you want to be a part of our retreat, make sure that you sign up. Sign up now. The link is right there scrolling on the bottom of the screen. Make sure you go and you sign up for that retreat September 1st through 3rd. September 1st through 3rd. So this is our first one and 
We're going to see how it goes. And we're talking about doing this twice a year, maybe just once. It really depends on how well this one goes as to whether I do it twice a year or not. I'm really praying about it, seeing what the Lord wants me to do on that. Um, but we shall see. But you want to be a, a part of the first one, I guarantee you. We're going to have some fun um, door prizes and uh, swag bags and you're just going to love it. And we would love for you to be a part of it. So make sure you check that out. All right. And like I said earlier, family camp is coming up. Make sure you check that out and check out all of our social media links. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, <laughs> we have a website, we have podcasts. Um, we have Oh my gosh, we have a blog. So check all those things out. I know you will be blessed with those. Let me say some more um, hellos and then I'm going to get into the word. Donna, Esther, good morning. Good to have you. Evelyn, Jesse, Harold, and Tisha. We're going to go ahead and get into our word today. Um, and then I'll give some more shout outs later. And if I don't see your name, if I don't, um, you know, give you a shout out, it's, it's, probably because you're on one of the feeds that don't show the comments. Okay. But I do read every single comment. I do every week. I do. So just letting you know that. All right. Today, our scripture we are coming from is Matthew, the 11th chapter, 28th verse through the 30th. And it says, come unto me, all ye who labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Aren't you glad we serve a God who gives us light burdens? And the reason why is because they are on him. We don't have to carry them. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this morning and I ask that you would bless this uh, short time and that you would give me words of wisdom, Lord, that you would give me exactly what you want me to say that will encourage and uplift my friends today. And I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. God's burdens are light. You know, the enemy puts burdens on us and they're heavy and they weigh us down. But when we put those burdens on Christ, we don't have to carry them. We can take them to him and he'll take care of those things. Um, you know, I, I told you guys that I was going on a cruise this week. My husband, uh, for our anniversary, that was my gift, is a cruise. And, you know, I've I had said for years, I will never get on anybody's boat out in the middle of an ocean, be stuck out there, and I can't get back if I don't like it. And, you know, I've been, um, ever since I left out of the abusive marriage that I was in, where I lived in fear, and I mean, I lived in fear of all kinds of things, not just him, just I was afraid to drive, I was afraid to, I was afraid to talk to people, I, I was afraid of everything. And so, um, I kind of been in this mode of if it's a reasonable thing, I will challenge my fear. If it's something that's not life threatening, 
<laughs> I will challenge my fear. So you're not going to see me walking up to a bucket of snakes and sticking my hand in there. Not happening. There was a snake in my garden the other day. I've been having trouble going out to my garden since then. <laughs> my husband told me it was a king snake, not to be afraid of it. So um, still, um, I still have a few issues out there, but I've been braving it and going out there and saying, God, you better get rid of that snake. <laughs> But uh, when it comes to things like heights and, you know, driving long distances and doing things like that, um, I've challenged my fear. And so I, I challenged the fear of going on a cruise and I ended up loving it. I loved it. Of course, I had to have medicine. My boat was smaller than most. So we felt a bit of the rocking, but um, I enjoyed it. And my favorite thing was to sit on the back of the boat or the front and just sit. And that was like, to me, that was the best thing in the world. I had no cell service. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything, you know, negative or read anything negative. I sat in the, on the serenity deck and I stretched out and I had my coffee in the, in the morning, had my book fervent sitting there with me and and my bible on my iphone and i just rested i rested it was wonderful i just let my brain rest my spirit rest my body rest we'd go up to the front deck when the sun would hit the back deck <laughs> and we'd go up to the front and man the cool breeze would just blow and my husband and i moved the little chairs into this little corner that had shade, we prop our feet up, and both of us just, we didn't even have to talk. And, you know, we're the type of couple that just being next to each other is perfectly fine for us. We don't need a whole lot of chatter. And, you know, we'd talk a little bit and then sit there and be quiet, watch the ocean, read our books. I read an entire book, <laughs> which I haven't been able to do that in like ages because I'm going so much. So when I read, I normally read a little bit here and then a little bit here. And then I'm like, I don't even remember how this started. And I go back to the beginning and let's start again. And I just keep going. And I read an entire book. And so did my husband. And we were just like, wow, the best thing about this trip is we didn't have to go, go, go and do, do, do. We didn't have to do any of that. It was just... If we wanted to get up and go do something, we did. If we didn't, we we planted ourselves in those seats and we just enjoyed it. And so um, we had a great time. And I got to thinking about how fatigued we don't really realize sometimes that we are when we get caught up in our um, daily lives, our church work. You know, pastors tend to get burnt out because they don't realize that their body is not equipped to just keep going, 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 going like that. Getting up in the middle of the night to go see this one or answering the phone when they should be resting. You know, all these different things that um, we do as ministers, we, we extend ourselves beyond the borders of what God has required of us. You know, God has put us in a human body and we have to take care of that. We have to realize that as a human being, we have limitations. And that we have to listen and know when it's time to do certain things. And some things 
aren't for us to do. God has somebody else there to meet that need, but we feel like we've got to meet every need that's there in front of us. And we've, we've got to be the ones to handle it. And what happens is a lot of pastors, they end up having heart issues, heart attacks, strokes, um, overeating because that's their comfort or um, they just are so tired that they can't even read the word and prepare anymore. So they're, they're drawing off of old things because there's nothing left. And God requires us to take that time apart and allow him to be there and take care of us. Um, he says in Isaiah 40, 29, that he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases power. We're not the ones that create our own power. You know, we, we can't muster up all of this, you know, energy and, and power to do all these things. No, God is the one that takes care of us. He's the one that uh, gives us wings like eagles so that we can fly and soar forth into what he's called us to do. So I, I want to encourage you guys, take time to get rejuvenated, not just in your body, but in your spirit. And things like the family camp that's coming up, that's an excellent way to get rejuvenated. That's why people travel from all over the world, literally all over the world to come to things like this because their spirit is dry and it needs fed, it needs water and it and, and they come to places like this and they can sit back and not only can they rest, but they can relax and hear the word and get and soak up and, and get everything that they need during that time. So, you know, look for things like that. Um, we have a camp meeting that comes is coming up next Easter, you know, plan now that you're going to get there for that time of rejuvenation. I have my retreat. The ladies retreat is coming up. Um, that's an awesome time. That's one of the main purposes for this retreat is so that ladies who have gone through trauma or loss or just the, the disillusionment of, of life, you know, work didn't turn out the way they thought family didn't turn out the way they thought, you know, Christianity didn't turn out the way they thought and they need to be fed. They need a time to rest and allow the Lord to be able to come in and speak to them. A lot of times when we're caught up in work, we're caught up in family and all these things, we can't hear the word of God very clear because there's so much noise. There's so much noise from your, your, your job, you know, well, you've got to do better at this. And if you want this promotion, you've got to do this. And, you know, and you've got that coworker that, you know, every time you come in, it, they're giving you a snide word or they're, you know, they're saying something, they're, you know, acting this way. So you've got all that in your mind. Then you get home and your kids are sick and your, your husband just lost his job and, and the finances, the bills are, you know, mounting up. You have all of this in your head. And where do you have time to hear God through all of that noise? You know, we try to get up early. And I don't know if this happens to you guys, but it seems like every time I specifically set a time to get up earlier than everybody, somebody wakes up. 
it's like you sleep into nine o'clock every time, but yet I'm going to get up early and you're going to be up. Mama, mama, can I have this? Mama, can I have this? <laughs> you know, when my kids were little, same thing, without a doubt, without fail, the enemy's going to use something to try to distract you from being able to hear from God. And so if he can't use your everyday life, it, it will be, you know, one of the kids or it'll be a phone call. It'll be something, you know, tragic that just happened that just totally pulls you out of it. And so the great thing about things like retreats and camp meetings and, you know, events that your church may have, shut-ins and all those kind of things, it gives you the opportunity to shut things out and allow God to have time to minister to you. I mean, the prophet needed ministering to. Jesus needed ministering to. The Bible says that Jesus sat there and the angels came and ministered to him. We need, I mean, if Jesus needed that, how much more do we need it? How much more? Way, 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 way more, I guarantee you. And so we've got to take the opportunities that are before us, that the Lord presents to us to take that time. You know, your church may be having uh, a women's retreat or a uh, conference or, you know, something like that. And you're like, oh, I don't want to take the time to, to go to that. You know, I've got this, this, and this. And you just keep piling it on and you keep piling it on. And then before you know it, you're so burnt out and you're so far from where God wanted to take you. And you're wondering what happened? Well, what happened was you didn't take time to rest from the fatigue that life has put on you. And this, you know, cruise, I didn't realize how tired I was um, until I went on this cruise. And I realized, wow, I needed this. I needed this so much. Actually, I <laughs> I needed a couple more days. <laughs> I told my husband, I'm like, this, this is way too short. I needed, I needed a couple more days. And then it had been like the perfect length because um, we only did a... a four-day cruise, which technically wasn't four days because we didn't leave till four on Thursday and we got back at 6 a.m. on Monday. So, um, but I take what I got, you know, it was, it was really, really a great time. So all day Friday, all day Saturday and all day Sunday was just awesome. It was awesome. And um, so if you're weary, if you're heavy laden, give it to God, bring it to the Savior, and let him have the time to minister into your spirit, minister to your soul. And then you can get back to doing things and and not make a whole lot of mistakes because now you're able to hear from God once again. You've cleared out the clutter. You've gotten rid of all the, the junk. <laughs> and now you can hear and see clearly what God is saying to you. And your future can be in God's hands, not yours. It's kind of scary when, when our future is in our own hands. I don't want my future in my hands. My future has to be in God. So I have to listen and be able to hear him. And so I'm looking forward to family camp because I get to sit back for a good bit of it and soak up the word and the music um, during the morning services. I don't have to sing in the morning services, so I get to just enjoy the worship and 
uh, soak it up myself. So um, it's going to be awesome. I hope that you guys are there and you guys uh, come over and say hello. All right, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this time of ministry. And I, I ask that this word that I shared today, that it was an encouragement to those that are listening and that they will take this and apply it to their lives, Father. That they will find some moment to rest in you, to sit back, prop their feet up, and just let you speak to their spirit, speak to their hearts and to their minds, Lord. Bring opportunities for them to be able to go to, to conferences or church services where they can be ministered to and they can receive and get filled and ready to face whatever life has for them once again. Lord, I thank you that you are taking care of Miss Diane, that you are touching her body, that you are um, doing miracle upon miracle um, in her life. I pray for Bonnie today, Lord, that the surgery that she has, that you're going to take care of every part of it, that the doctors will find what they need to find and do what they need to do. And Lord, that um, you would give her the desires of her heart. Lord, I ask that you would touch all those that are sick today, those that are in the hospital, those that are facing cancer and heart disease and diabetes and things that are destroying their bodies, Lord. I pray for them that you would bring healing and peace to their hearts, their minds, their bodies, Lord. Father, those that are dealing with abusive husbands or parents or uh, co-workers, Lord, that you would help them to be able to deal with those situations, Lord, that you would bring peace in the midst of the chaos, Lord. Father, I thank you that you will protect them for those that are in violent situations and that you would show them a, a way out to safety. Lord, we thank you that you will open the minds of those that are struggling with mental issues, um, with stress, and all the things that the enemy may be putting on their minds, Lord God. Those that have been suicidal, Lord, I ask that you would bring truth and clarity to their brains, to their minds, to their spirit, that they will see that there is a reason to live for. And you have all the promises in your hands and all they have to do is come to you and you can redeem them. You can save them. You can change their heart, their mind, and you can give them a reason to live. Father, those that are having financial problems, Lord, you are the God of impossible math. I've seen you work it and do it in my life. Lord, I ask that you do it in those that are listening right now. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you for everything that you do and that you will do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.